Let's talk about the difference between group training and strength training. Group training is basically HIIT training, but since they use some weights, I just wanna call it group training. And I want you guys to understand this because some of you need to make the switch. Some of you don't understand the differences. You just think working out is working out, but actually the workout you are doing might not align with your goal. This is the game of food. This is the game of food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. So today I'm going to talk about the differences between group training and strength training because one, I want you to understand the differences. Two, I want you to know which workout aligns with your goal. And then I'm going to talk about, you know, some positives, some negatives, give you some of my opinions because that's what you're here for. You're here to uh, figure this stuff out. And that's why I want to hand off. I'm going to start by telling a story which gives you my experience because if I give you my knowledge, my experience, what I've seen in the health and fitness and the gym industry, then I think it helps helps you make better decisions. I hope it, uh, you know, I hope that it helps you make better decisions and uh, select things that are more in line with what you want to achieve. So the differences between group training and strength training. So group training is more like HIT. Have you ever heard that before? High intensity interval training, and that is usually faster pace. Uh, it is jumping. It is moving. It's going from circuit to circuit. And, and that's what group training is really focused on. Now, group training nowadays does, they do, they do strength. Uh, they have kettlebells. They have uh, bands in some cases, the TRX bands. They have dumbbells, you know, stuff like that. You know, CrossFit does uh, the barbells. And so different places that do, that do group training, uh, Orange Theory, Anytime Fitness, uh, what do you have? F45 Base Camp is a newer one. And then that also includes Beachbody, the YouTube circuits that you can follow. Those are hit, and I'm going to call them group training. So that's what that is. Traditional strength training is using like the selectorized mach machines where you're doing like a chest press or a back row, or you're using a barbell or dumbbells, and it's not fast paced. So that's kind of the difference, the differences between the two. And uh, a story I first want to tell about uh, group training and strength training is my experience in the gym industry. And so uh, I, I was an owner of uh, uh, two, I won't say which ones they are, because I think it's a great franchise, but I own two franchise locations of a gym. I don't need more. And uh, when I first started out, I was hearing that there were some early adopters to the group training. And so the these gym locations were adding group training. Great. And I wanted to be an early adopter uh, because I thought it increased accountability, which I thought would increase results, which, it, which I think it did. Uh, and so I think I was one of the early adopters at my first location. And... Um, and what they also taught was like, hey, gym owners and trainers that work there, you should you should participate. You should do the group training so that uh, your members see, hey, you're doing it and that person is fit. I, I should do it too. And I, I would do that because I thought that was a good idea to get buy-in from the members and and uh, increase revenue of the gym. And I thought that it would increase results and everything like that. But what I noticed was the trainers and the gym owners that were in the best shape, in my opinion. They were the most toned. They had maybe ideal body. They had good health. They weren't doing it. They were doing the traditional strength training. Now, don't get me wrong. 
there were some gym owners and some personal trainers that were probably in great shape doing the group training. I'm not saying everything is 100%. Usually things are 80 and 20. But all of the people that I thought, hey, that person has big, strong arms. Hey, that person is really toned and has abs. They were doing traditional strength training. And I found that even though I wanted to encourage my members to join this group training, I would do a few sessions and I didn't want to anymore. I wanted to get back to my strength training because that aligns with my goals. And so that that's that's my experience that I want to hand off to you is the people that I thought were the fittest weren't doing the group training. And so the difference is, uh, I already explained, but the negatives of group training, that's what I want to talk about first. And I'm going to talk about negatives of strength training as well. But the negatives of group training is there is less strength. Now, that that's kind of like uh, a red flag for people. They're like, nuh-uh, Spencer, there's kettlebells, there's dumbbells, CrossFit uses barbells. Yes, but it doesn't encourage volume. You're not keeping track of your repetitions, your weight you lose, the weight you used in the dumbbell or the kettlebell, you're trying to remember. And also it is fast pace. So you're not getting that last repetition usually. You are trying to get 10 and move on to the next station because there is, if you're in a group setting, there is like an encouragement to get done fast. There is an encouragement to, you know, jump the highest, you know, stuff like that. And that that means there's going to be less strength benefits. There's and so there will be less muscle building. To to build proper amount of muscle, you will have to keep track of your volume, your reps, the weight you use. Some of you will need a barbell. Some of you will need heavier dumbbells than what are offered in the group training. It also another negative of the group training, and this goes for a beach body, orange theory, the anytime fitness, you know, F45, any gym that does this. Group training teaches a calorie burn. How do I know this? I've tried almost all of these group training studios. Orange Theory, you put a little band around your diaphragm and uh, you look up at the TV screen and it says your name. And as you work out, it says Spencer is burning this many calories. And why they call it Orange Theory is because you want to get into the orange range. And because that's like, I don't know what they call it, some magical fat melter range. I don't know. I can't remember because I only tried it once. But you get to the orange range and that's why they call it orange theory. So they're keeping track of your calorie burn. That is in my mind, a big negative because if we are chasing calories, that means we are chasing calories that we ate yesterday or over the weekend. And so when you show up to your group training workout, you're trying to burn what you ate over the weekend. Oh man, I really overdid it on the cupcakes and beers over the weekend, but heck I'm going to the gym Monday and I'm just going to give her hell. No, that's not right. And actually, that that encourages us to just kind of eat what we want and we can make up for it later with a tough workout. And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And I don't think it it produces the best results. Not not ever worrying about uh, you know limiting your calories or portions. The positives of group training, so I'm not just going to hate on group training, is there you have a, a coach in person. Uh, it is a group setting, so it's not like personalized. It is not personalized, but you do have the coach that is watching you work out and kind of cheering you on and stuff. You have higher heart range is what I put as a benefit. So if you do want higher heart ranges, you want the the heart benefits, probably group, group training is a little bit better. Same with endurance. If you're going for more endurance, uh, maybe you should do the group training and not the strength training. And so that's what I think the negatives and positives of group training are. Let's move on into strength training. 
and you guys should be listening to this because you need to know the difference between these two so that you can select the right one for your goals, right? Some A lot of people call me and they won't make the switch. I'm like, you have to switch. You Your goal aligns with strength and you won't stop doing the group training at your gym. Well, I really like the coach. Well, that doesn't mean that it's it aligns with what you want to achieve. Okay, so let's get into the strength. Okay, then <laughs> even though I'm all for strength, uh, the negatives of strength that you guys might think are negatives uh, is there's less, uh, there's lower heart range on average. Now, when I do deadlifts and squats, the heart range does go pretty high. I get very tired, but you don't stay at a higher range. It, uh, strength training, you should be resting, you know, so many minutes in between sets and not rushing through it not rushing through it. So there is, you know, a lower heart range. So if you need to be higher heart range, maybe strength isn't the way to go. You know, less endurance. There is less overall endurance. You're working on strength. You're changing a a body part. You're not working on endurance. And I think those are the only negatives right there. That's it. The positives I think are overwhelming. Uh, One is you, you can get more toned. If you're working on muscle, you get more muscle tone and and you're going to get more strength benefits. That's also a positive of traditional strength training. So you're going to get the strength and I think it's the ideal body. So you're going to be more toned. You're going to be more muscular. You're going to be stronger and everyone's goals seem to align with somebody that does traditional strength. Do you align with this? Anybody out there? You want muscular and toned legs. Girls, you want that round perky butt. Guys, you want to fill your sleeves with muscle. You want to build that upper body. That's traditional strength training. That's not group training. Girls, you're not going to get that like bubbly perky butt in group training. I never saw it ever accomplished and I bet I never see it accomplished unless, you know, maybe CrossFit can kind of achieve that. Uh, Guys, you're going to get more upper body muscle. You're going to fill your shirts with muscle better with the traditional strength training. So since people call me and they talk about their goals, I think the ideal body is more in line with strength, traditional strength training. And actually the trainers that I've networked with and the gym owners, the, if, if they had a better body than me, like I, I'm usually pretty honest about it. Like, yeah, that guy's way more muscular and I want to achieve what he's achieved, you know, with his body. They're also doing strength training. Uh, and then the big one, the big positive of strength training is it doesn't encourage a calorie burn. You're going in there and you're trying to improve your volume. So if you did so much on bench press, you try to increase that and that's how you get stronger. That's how you build muscle. And it, it doesn't matter how many calories you, you burn. It does not encourage a calorie burn. And so if you want to lose the body fat, you want to lean out and you want to show this muscle you're building by taking a layer of fat off, it encourages nutrition. Because that's how you get that ideal health, ideal body, like I talked about, is by doing the traditional strength training with the proper nutrition. Okay, now now let's move on from uh, positives and negatives. I think group training is great. I think there are some people out there where it is right for them right now. Um, So I think it's good. It's obviously better than sitting on the couch. I think it is better than a traditional cardio workout, cardio only. I do think that. But I think strength is the best. And I also have found that I can more easily uh, transfer somebody that is a beginner that uh, hasn't been working out in uh, years or several months. I think it's easier to transition them into strength. 
training because you can grab dumbbells and some light bands and you're doing a traditional strength workout and it can be more catered to you because if your squats, if you don't go low enough, that's okay. You just keep practicing until you do. But the the group training is a little more cookie cutter. You got to follow the workout that's that's there. Orange Theory is going to do the same workout whether you show up or not. And when you do show up, you're doing the workout that's ready for you. Okay, strength is a little more custom, a little more catered to you and can fit. So I think it's an easier transition than putting someone into group training because group training is very intense. It is hard. I can't keep up. These different ones that I tried, like F45, base camp, like I was gassed. I was gassed out. And so these are intense. I was able to keep up, but uh, it wasn't easy. These are not good workouts for beginners, in my opinion. And so when do you make the switch? For those of you that might be doing group training, reminder, that would be Anytime Fitness group training. That would be Orange Theory, Base Camp, F45, Beachbody, and the YouTube hit workouts. When do you make the switch over to strength? Well, I think you make the switch over when you have achieved some fat loss. Many people start in health and fitness. Yes, people want muscle, but mainly they've noticed that uh, they're gaining the body fat. So when you do lose the body fat, when you lose X percent that you wanted to lose, or you do get really close to your goal, now it's time to switch over to strength so that you can start working on these stubborn body parts or these body parts that you've always wanted to look a certain way. Because let me tell you, nobody nobody has told me they don't know when I ask them, hey, what body part do you want to change the most? Nobody's gone, I don't know. Nobody has said that to me. They always have something that they want to change. So that's when you need to make the switch. Now, why do you make the switch? You Also to, to bust a plateau. I have clients that work with me and my coaches that did really well on the nutrition. We couldn't really talk them out of group training style workouts or beach body workouts, so they continued those. And they did hit their weight loss goal. They got really lean, but uh, now I'm switching them over to strength training. And that is to bust that plateau because they're not going to achieve anything else. If they still do their, their beach body or their group training and my nutrition, they're not really going to change that much. So now I need to transition them to strength so that I can get them changing. And the change is different. We're changing the shape of their body now. We are making them more toned because they're working on the muscle. So that's when and why you make the switch. Here are the common fears. It's like, hey, uh, stop doing the group training and let's switch over to strength. Well, how am I going to track my calorie burn? <clears throat> I don't want you tracking a calorie burn. I've already discussed why. If you're tracking a calorie burn, you're just eating whatever you want and hoping you burn it off in your workout. Um, common fears, switching over to strength. Girls think they're going to get bulky. Girls think they're going to get bulky. It's it's not going to happen. You don't have the testosterone levels. It takes a long time. It takes so many years and years to get bulky. I'm still trying to get bulky. And I'm in my 30s and I'm a dude. <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm not... I'm not bulky yet. I mean, let me tell you, I still look kind of lanky in, in person, okay? You know, common fears, this probably applies to both guys and gals, is like getting hurt. Uh, that's just kind of a bogus fear. I think there was just as many injuries in group training as there is in traditional strength. I think both of them don't have that many injuries, so that's, that's good. But uh, uh, that's sometimes a common fear. And so you just have to start. You just have to try it. And, uh, you know, from the trainers and the coaches that know what they're talking about, I would guarantee they agree with this episode. I really do. Unless they're pushing some like group training studio that they own, then they'll probably disagree with me. But 
if they if their clients that they work with, if they can help them do any workout, because that's what I can do. I can help clients do any workout. Then I'm I'm free to say which is the best and which is the worst. I am. And so uh, my final thoughts are, I think strength training is, is right for everyone. Now, if you have certain injuries or ailments, maybe now is not the right time, but eventually you can get there. I think it doesn't matter your age because you can, you can start with light weights and body weight movements. And I think it is going to produce the change that you're actually looking for. It just might be a little bit slower. It's going to be a test of your mind. Because it's not like balls to the wall, circuits and crushing and and sweating all over the place. I, I didn't work out unless I sweat through my shirt. It's not that. And so it, it tests your mind. So I hope this helps you select which one. I hope this helps you realize that when somebody talks to me, I think many people that I talk to need to incorporate way more strength. Okay. I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off.